This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results, Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgages, Terry Kernan. Hey, folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. Happy, happy weekend, hot weekend, 90s. First time we've had that since, well, last year and all that. So welcome to our program. Thanks for tuning in. And I also have with me the wingman, the guy with all the money at Presidential Bank Mortgage, Mr. Terry Kernan. Hey, happy weekend. Happy hot weekend. <clears throat> happy hot weekend, man. man. Stay hydrated. Yeah, big time, big time. No cutting the grass. I'm going down to the boat races. As you know, I'm in the boat race in Cambridge. we got the big boat races this weekend, and so I'll be down there tomorrow. Not racing, but I will be with some of my fellow racers that are going to be in some of these really big hydroplanes and Jersey speed skiffs and all that. So probably going to head down there for the weekend coming up here. But today, I have an awesome open house. I want to make sure I let everybody know about it. Uh, 2701 Rosemary Court in Adamstown. After the program, I'll be down there till 3.30. And this beautiful rancher on over an acre and a half land, 5,000 plus square feet for just a cool, very cool price of six eighty nine nine. Six eighty nine. Yeah, we've had about 15, 20 showings already. Probably going to get an offer hopefully any minute now, but come on down to the open house. Anybody that comes down and says hi to me and says, I hear you on WFMD, Terry, I'm going to give them a gift certificate to Chick-fil-A for lunch. Am I included? Can I? No, you go out with <laughs> no. your wife. You take your wife. Okay. So I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> No, you can come down. You can come on down. I'll take care of you guys and then uh, all that good stuff. You know that, so. All right, let's get at it, Terry. What is happening? Because, man, it's been a week. I can't wait to share some of my stuff, stuff that's never happened to me before in my career, I don't think. So, go ahead. So, I, th I think the key word is slow down, or the key words are slow down here. And and what I mean by that is, it, did you ever watch Taxi? The, the show much. Taxi. See, you're much younger. So, oh come on. So, uh, Taxi was it. big for anybody my age, uh, my age group. Uh, taxi with um, uh, Reverend Jim uh, Ignatowski, and uh, there was one scene where he was trying to get his driver's license, and he was didn't know the answer to what does a yellow light mean. <laughs> I remember that. And one if you now. Google this, it is one of the funniest scenes in all of television. But Jim was sitting there trying to get his learner's permit, and he kept asking Bobby. Um, what does a yellow light mean? And Bobby kept what saying, slow down. <laughs> so every time Jim asked him, he'd say it in a slower tone. It's, it's, it's one of the funniest. So what, what I'm... Was a yellow... <laughs> so uh, that's kind of what we're looking at here, is slow down, okay? Things were at such a fast pace. So the first thing that we saw was that the economy, uh, the GDP, basically we're going to keep a huge eye on that because... The uh, we had uh, the market contract for the first quarter, um, so what we're taking a look at is if that happens again, we're we're boom, we're in a recession. So things are slowing down. Rates climbing have not been climbing as fast. In fact, in the last two weeks, these are the first two weeks yep. that I can remember in the last probably three months where rates have not at least gone up. In one of the weeks. So we've had two consecutive weeks where rates have either been at the same or less. What is happening out there? Our stock market is getting crushed. Okay. So what I've always said on the show is when the stock market takes a hit, people are going to take their money out of the stock market, put it into the safe haven of bonds. 
there's no real safe place to go right now. Let me tell you something that I found very interesting. Walmart lost Walmart. Huh? Walmart lost 19.5% on their stock this past week. People usually, when the stock market is in trouble, usually when the stock market is in trouble, they're going to go into a safe haven of bonds, but they're also people will invest into uh, consumer discretionary and staples. So like the Walmarts, the Targets, the things, the the Amazons, the solid things that are not going to, have not a lot gonna, of movement. Not don't have a lot of movement. So when you see Walmart lose 19.5%, when you see our stock market down over 1,000 points, there's something going on there that is not good. We've lost 20% in, in the stock market this year. They're not putting it into the bond market, okay, in a normal market. So I think people are sitting on the sidelines here. I think people are waiting to see what's going to happen. The good news is the rise of interest rates has slowed down. Okay, and that's what we're going to see. And hopefully that that will continue. But basically keep an eye on the market. But I've asked a couple of uh, uh, financial planners, um, one my own. Basically, they said, don't panic. This is a correction. But it sure seems more of a uh, gut punch than it does of a correction. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what what are you seeing with buyers um, new loan applications? I'd say in the last week or two, I'm seeing more. Um, first-time home buyers, yep, um, because they don't have a lot of money in the stock market. They don't have a lot of money tied up in the stock market. Yep. They don't have a lot of money in bonds. They don't. They they just want to get into a house, and they understand that their buying power has decreased. Uh, but what we're starting to see, and what I feel, uh, uh, the shift coming, and going back to the to the phrase slowing down is I think people, now that their stocks are down 20%, they're not as willing to overpay for that house. So I'm kind of seeing less and less people um, jumping into the market that are not first-time home buyers, uh, more or less sitting on the sideline. They've got a house. They've got nowhere to go. Um, that's kind of what I'm seeing. How about you? Yeah, I just helped a um, young guy, first-time home buyer. And in fact, my neighbor, two doors down, and never knew it, got me off my REMAX site and looked me up, I guess. He was trying to search me. He could have just drove down my driveway and said, Darren, out me out. Um, fi- figured out I had a place in Thermont, little townhouse. First-time buyer, was able to get qualified very easily. Um, you know, he had already had all that, his ducks in a row and everything like that. And, um, and the other thing I saw, so I saw that. Then last night I showed... Uh, two two houses and some buyers that took about a month sabbatical because getting outbid and mad and upset and all that stuff like that. And the flavor was, Terry, that they walked away and they're like, yeah, okay, well, we'll think about both. And Darren, we'll be in touch with you the next day or two or so. Okay, three months ago, it would have been, uh, we need to make a decision now. We know that. Find out what the utilities are. You know, get all of our questions answered in the next five minutes and let's go back to your office and write an offer because there's 10 more coming in. That's gone. That's gone. Yeah. They and then there's two other homes in Winsboro that they right. want to see, and they said, "Well, hey, if you're avail- if these don't work out, if we don't decide on either of these two, maybe Monday or Tuesday, uh, we'll meet up with you to see these next two. That's definitely not what the attitude was three months ago or two months ago. And so, I'm seeing that on the buyer side. I am seeing more buyers interested because they are getting their understanding that they have. There's not as much competition, but I also had one buyer that's out of the game that decided after losing out on two condos to just go ahead and sign another one-year lease and say, you know what, 
what's the worst thing going to happen? Let me just wait one more year or something. So I'm seeing a lot of that kind of stuff right now, but I am seeing some of the buyers that if they have if they have a very, very specific price range or price type and home and all that, um, I am seeing them, those guys, when something comes up, um, not being willing to wait at all because that's what they want, and they're, they're being maybe a little bit more picky. And then I have um, – and then I am seeing buyers that are getting back to me and saying, hey, Darren – um, a month or two ago in my search criteria, I was getting like one house a day or I mean, I'm sorry, one every two days, one every three days. Now I'm getting one or two a day. You're right. There's like a little more inventory. You're picking up. So on the sell side, oh, no, we're still denial. We're still um, on the sell side. I had the lower. I have not done this in a year and a half. I had one property that's down in Knoxville. Beautiful house on four and a half acres. Nice farmhouse. Sounds like I'm going to get an offer possibly any minute. I got a buyer coming on a second showing, but we're we're almost two weeks in with ten showings and no offers, and we lowered it ten thousand. Mm-hmm. That I've not done in over a year and a half. So, mm. uh, but I also had a settlement this week where we put it on the market over in um, Woodsboro on Copper Oaks, and we had that place at six eighty five or six ninety five, and it came in at six fifteen. They buyers went twenty thousand higher, and the whole nine yards. And came so in at seven fifteen or six fifteen came up twenty thousand higher. And then I also have a buyer. Hold, we hold just on got one in a, second. You said six six. It was at six six ninety five. Six ninety five price. And then it I'm sorry. Came in five five ninety five. Okay. okay. Came in at six fifteen. So we're twenty thousand okay. above. So. By sellers yesterday at settlement were of course extremely happy and uh, they got twenty thousand more. Um, but I'm also seeing like appraisals higher. I have one where I helped a buyer and the um, appraisal came in fifteen thousand dollars higher than the appraised value. Boo! Hadn't seen that in a long time because I kind of already prepared them that if it should you know if it comes in okay and there's no issues then it'll come in at the price that you're offered you know your asking price of, I mean your agreed to sale price contract it actually came in 15 higher so now the the buyers are excited and they're like holy cow how did that happen like the minute we move and we get equity and I said well on paper but as far as the real market and anything down the future no one holds a crystal ball. So I'm seeing a lot of that. It's just really weird. The currents are shifting and changing to different it's movements. A, the transition. Yeah, it's it, like it, wow. So. Because when you said the fifteen thousand, we had one that came in for over thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the appraisal came in over thirty thousand for the uh, for the sales price. So that was a huge number. And and what I'm relating it to is three months ago when those comps were going under contract, it was a frenzy. Today, the frenzy is not really there. So just what you're saying. So we're starting to see the tide turn. We're starting to see the transition. But when we're seeing two things, appraisals coming in higher than the sales price. Have you seen many of those in the last no, month? No, okay. no, no. I just saw okay. this one. I just saw this one. Okay. And and I've seen a couple like, you know, three or four or 5,000. But I haven't seen any low appraisals, really. Um, so we're starting to see appraisals at or above, which we have been struggling with. And then the other thing that uh, I saw in my neighborhood, and, you know, I always keep in touch with what's going on in my neighborhood, and there are some condos right next to Shady Grove. Um, nice condos, really nice condos, great amenities. And uh, there's a condo in there that looked fine, picture's fine, but it dropped its sales price from 270 to 250 
and it's been on the market for three weeks. And I was like, Holy two bedroom, cow. two bath. And it dropped. And then I looked up the record because I said, boy, that must have sold. So it sold in 06 for 270, which was the top, top of the market. Oh, yeah. They put it on the market for 279 just now. Wow. And now they've dropped it all the way down to 250. And I'm like, that's a sign that there's a real change coming or they know something that, you know, they're trying to get ahead of the curve or they've got an issue where they just yeah, got to sell just, and they want to yeah, get out. I was going to say, mm-hmm. it could be a, a, an isolated incident. It could be the seller. Something's going on. The other thing that struck my mind when you said that, because it is very unusual to have anything selling at or below 2006 prices. That is the thing that struck me. The That's the of thing course. that caught my eye. And I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. That's the, not the, the norm. The, this is not logical. Because if we're 10 to 25% higher than the last height of the last market, which was 06, that would make sense. But here's the X factor when you said condo. You said the key word. Yes. Condo. Here's the thing. What were the condo fees in 2006 and what are they now? I'm going to do that research. I want to know that because the reason why is because that X factor is really significant against value. Against value. So the condo fees, I believe, are four twenty-five. So it's yeah. not like they're outrageous. Yeah, but if they were two hundred, but they've back got a pool, they've got a clubhouse, they've got they've mm-hmm. got a lot of nice amenities. Like I, 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 I this was just a unique situation, or mm-hmm. I, like I'm trying to figure out well, what's going on. Well, if the condo fees were two hundred or two fifty in two thousand six, and they're now four fifty, there's a factor. And if there's a special assessment on the horizon. That's another big thing. That's with a huge thing. So that versus, like, say, a single-family home or a townhouse would be really interesting to see. Um, and that's some of the work. That's some of the fun stuff we can do is look back at 2006 areas to see what they're selling at uh, for that whole year, and then be able to look at what's sold in the whole year, like in a, like in a community, like. And then we can start to see like what are those differences. But condos is a weird animal. But thanks for bringing it up because that is very interesting. That will cause a buyer to actually ask the question: Well, what's going on? What's wrong? Yeah, because they're almost expecting to pay more than the last market height, right? Yeah, and if the condo looks in great shape, I mean, there's not a whole lot that can be hidden in a condo. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the home inspection is not going to reveal a wet basement. Who cares? You're you're on the third floor. It's not yeah. going to be a wet basement. Yeah. Things like that. But the thing that uh, that you got to take a look at, and I've talked about this on the show, is that condo financing has become a lot more difficult. Yeah. Because of the collapse of the condo in Florida. So as of February 1st of this year, Fannie and Freddie basically say that you have to have fill out this form no matter how much you're putting down on a condo. So the condo financing has gotten tougher, as we've talked about. But my biggest question on that is, is, and, and so the biggest question that the Fannie and Freddie want to know is what is the condition of the condo building? Yeah, the actual building. And the first question on the questionnaire is when was the last time the building was inspected by a structural engineer or somebody that, you know, knows what they're doing, basically. And just about every condo that I've had says, never, don't know when, question mark. (laughs) So what we have to do, so what we have to do. What happens in that situation? So in that situation, rather than having them spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, one of the things that we take a look at is we go back, and this is, you know, 
it's an overkill, but it's something good that people should know about. If you're looking to buy a condo, ask for the last six months, because that's what we do to make sure that we can finance the condo. Ask for the last six months of the um, homeowners association meeting minutes. Yep. Because if there's anything wrong with the condo, if there's anything that deferred maintenance, uh, structural issues, anything like that. Has to be stated. It's going to be talked about at the meeting, right? So we're actually going back and reviewing condo meeting minutes to see if they're talking about, you know, structure, if, you know, on a high rise, if we're talking about this, that, deferred mation. Special assessment, everybody, is when a condo association has to charge every person in the condo development a special um, assessment for something that is deferred maintenance. Yep. So, like, uh, replacing all the roofs, replacing all the siding, replacing all the windows, replacing... Uh, Balconies. Uh, I saw one that um, in Ocean City, I was walking on the boardwalk this winter, and there was a condo that was getting all the balconies basically restructured, uh, resupported. Uh, that must have been a multi-million dollar event. So that's it for condos. Yeah, there you go. Good stuff. All right, I need our Sorry listeners help. Yeah, no, we kind of went off. Stuff. Kind of went off on tangent. Good stuff. There, but... That's important for buyers and sellers to know that. I've always said condos are a little tricky animal there. I don't know. With selling and buying them, all that stuff like that, I, um, yep, there's, they're just different. They're just different, different, different uh, layers of real estate that's real important and expertise to pay attention to. So, all right, this is what's important. I need, our, I need everybody's help out there. Tell me where to list this price for sale, this house for sale. I need help. Terry, I don't ask for a consumer of people's help out there, but I need help. Here's what I'm dealing with. I had a call off the internet, off my website. Um, she, uh, this seller is, uh, this seller I learned is looking to sell their home on Dublin Road in Walkerville. And I'm thinking, oh, good, it's one of those farms Wayne Six gets excited about with that really rich, good soil over there on the Minoxi River, right? It's actually on the Minoxi River. And, mm-hmm. um, and so telling me about the house, it was rehabbed, all updated, the online yards. Got to hear all the details, and then I, I didn't get to look it up quite yet. And I, so I asked, I said, well, how long have you owned the house? They said, oh, well, um, we, have a, we have a life change, job change thing. And um, four months, we bought the house four months ago. Hmm. Oh, okay. So this is one of those scenarios you don't deal with. I don't know if I've ever dealt with this. And so here comes the whole thing about, and I said, okay, well, tell me about the condition. They said it had a lot of debris outside, junk everywhere, da, da, da. And then it didn't have a second drive. We added a second driveway in to make it more accessible into the property off off the main, and and it more uh, it was all wetlands. It, we had to put a culvert in because of the water and just cleaning the place up and taking care of this and taking care of that. And I said, "Wow, that sounds really good." You know, you guys spent some good money and in, in, in to get that down there. Um, new driveway, millions all the way down to the almost to the river and stuff like that. So I thought, man, this is fantastic, all the stuff you've done. The inside, I said, nah, nothing had to be done. It was totally rehabbed top to bottom, like brand new. I mean, brand new. $200,000 added into it in, uh, recently and all that stuff. So, all right, so I started looking it up and everything and checking it out and find out that, um, you know, it's on there, Minoxi and all the details and, oh, comparable. So there, oh, I was like, good. So they paid 615000 for this home. 
Okay. Five months ago. So the next door neighbors. Now, this property sits on 20 acres. It's like, you know, 2,000 square foot rancher, unfinished basement, brand new inside. I mean, new everything. Roof. I mean, everything. Septic's been updated. I mean, it's this is in great, great shape. It's turn, turn, turn key. Um, it's private. It's got 20 acres of land, 19 point, 19 and a half acres of land. So I'm like, wow, this is really good. I thought, wow, six fifteen seems like a really good price then, if like everything's describing. So it made sense. I was at the Woodsboro. I went to the, my uh, settlement at the house, and then I was like, yeah, I can pop by there. We can meet up, and I want to see it. So it's great. So I meet the seller. Next door neighbor's house is about the same size, not near as good a condition. Okay. 10 acres instead of 20 acres. And so I'm looking at the differences with this sold comparable stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, and that place just sold last month for 670 670 And it has 10 acres less, not as good condition. It's it's on the Minoxidil. So it's on the river as it's well. It's on the river as well. Next okay. door, it's literally the next door neighbor. So the cool part is the seller sends me, like while I'm driving, an appraisal, the appraisal. I said, hey, did you ever get appraisal? She said, yeah, the appraisal actually came in at 644. But they never mentioned that it says it only had direct access to the Minoxidil River. And in the listing, they never said about that the fact of uh, that it's part of the property and like how that works and i said well yeah it should so i looked everything over and i checked out and i had you know my good real estate attorney sent over the deed and everything i started looking at it and i thought wait a minute this is on the minossi river which means it has this is where it gets real estate legal it's called riparian rights riparian rights that means can you, you say that 10 times yeah you gotta say it 10 times repair rights repair rights so it means that that the property actually goes about 20 feet into the river like the meets and bound markers the property description lines and all that right so um so it's been that way it's been the property's built you know it was a bowl bungalow way back in the 50s or 60s and stuff so i thought wow um and so the seller wants to know the obvious right you know what the obvious is Okay, I've owned the house for four months. I've done the improvements. I've done the driveway. I've cleaned stuff up and da-da-da-da-da. Um, and the market's up a lot in five more months. So what can I sell this house for? I want to be able to at least kind of like break even or so or make some money and stuff like that. Is that even possible? So, of course, that's the ultimate question. So as I start looking at the details, here's what we look at. Found out how much they had spent to put in the second driveway and the culverts and the all that kind of stuff like that. And Cleaning it up's one thing, and tree removal, and shrubs, and figuring this, and making sure all that, and all that stuff's really good now, right? It's perfect, 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 perfect. But as we know, since she, they bought the property in five months, interest rates are different. Like, but there's no other. Comp. I look for other cops in here, so I looked at what they use in the appraisal and the whole nine yards. So I'm thinking, okay, the neighbor's house sold uh, for 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 four bedroom two and a half bath not as good 10 acres less what are the adjustments so I started looking at the adjustments and the difference and I thought well the conditions kind of a misnomer how do you put a value on that I don't know 20 thirty thousand dollar difference I mean you're in a brand new home that's been rehabbed top to bottom there's not so much but that's a creative thing 10 acres is definitely doable 10 acres down there oh yeah two to three thousand an acre that's 20 to 30 grand okay and then you've got a time adjustment and uh, so we look at so how well has the market performed since February since you purchased it it's probably up about four percent you paid 615 so you can add maybe 20 to 25 thousand more with that in mind okay so adding everything and all things considered the golden question is 
Where do we list this property? All right, let me ask you this, Terry. Where do you think the seller would like to sell the property at with all they've done and the market getting better and the fact that there's repairing rights and the, you can go kayaking and fishing? And I mean, we're talking 20 acres on the Monocacy. It's got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of waterfront property, waterfront access. Wow. So, and it's not in a flood zone. Oh, this is a big one, guys, as that, we got four minutes left. So, when I just said so, that was my question. There is is it. it in the flood zone? No, she pulled out and they pulled out the insurance document. I said, Let me see it. Homeowner insurance is like 1300 a year. And I'm like, Yeah, you don't know flood insurance because if it was a level one or two flood, you would have thousands and thousands of dollars on that. Okay. But the river sits about 15 feet or more below the property. Okay. And the house sits. Hundreds and hundreds of feet off the off the Minoxi River, anyways. Okay, so septic. You said it just got updated in the past years. Yes, yes. Years. Years. Last five years. Okay. Yeah. So updated is in new. Yeah, they okay. updated. They had to put okay. in a new tank and had the two new riser lids to the top and the whole nine yards. So, but it's not a it's it's not a holding tank. It's a um, septic field. Yeah, right? there's fields. Yeah, it's not there's a holding. It's tank. not a holding tank. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this is where I'm stuck. Because waterfront, yep. you know, the, the state, if septics go bad, you usually don't have a lot of options. You're, you're, you're at the state. So that's good to know that it's all updated. Okay. So we need our listeners, 301-694-9363. You can text it in or so to our producer. He's going to give me the numbers. you got two minutes, though. You can call in. So can I get my opinion? Or next week we could do it. But I want to get your opinion because I kind of have an idea. What do you think the seller wants to sell this for? What do you think? A million. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. My guess is the seller's probably looking at around 700000 uh, maybe seven twenty-five. Okay. And my feel is if you put it at seven twenty five, you won't get as many people looking at it as if you put it at six ninety nine. And if you put it at six ninety nine, you may have a multiple bid situation, especially if you sell the lifestyle of living on the river, not in a flood zone, which adds value right off the bat. Huh. And that may be where the last time it sold may have lost a little flavor because because that is important, exactly yeah. what you're saying. Now, I am going to look up. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I got to do more due diligence. But um, the big thing is finding homes that have sold in the last year or two on the Minoxi River. Okay? So, for instance, the last time I helped somebody buy a house on Minoxi was down off of English Muffin Way. Believe it or not, English Muffin Way in the back. There are some bungalow homes. Her name's mm -hmm. Diane. She uh, is one of our faithful listeners. I helped her about six or seven years ago buy a house on the Monoxy River. It was about a two-acre lot, bungalow, two-bedroom, one-bath, right on the river for guess what doing? Kayaking and all that fun water stuff. It's amazing. Um, so different. It's South Frederick, but still, this is Walkersville. But still, I got to look at all the sales up and down there to see in the last year or two what else is sold and such like that. But the neighbor's house is a really good comp. Really good. I mean, it's a good comp because it just sold. It it's is got the less, comp. Yeah, it's it's like the comp, number one. So, and and when you're looking at things like that, you you need one good. solid comp, and that is it. And that's why I think that that's going to be an ace in the hole. That's six seven. Yeah. But here's the thing, Terry. The next door neighbor. Here's the X factor. Gave the the buyer twenty six thousand dollars in closing cost help. It was on the market six days at six seventy. It sold. And gave twenty six in closing help, which means the seller's net was six forty four. 
So if it's standard and customary. Yeah, what would you do with that as a lender? As a lender, you basically allow up to 3%. So three percent of six seventy would be basically eighteen twenty twenty thousand dollars. Okay. So it's really about a six thousand dollar adjustment in the eyes of the people evaluating the appraisal. Mm-hmm. That might say so maybe the six seventy should have been around six sixty. Okay. So here's going to happen. We have thirty seconds left, Terry. Next week, I want to see. I'm going to list this thing on Tuesday. Tuesday, we're putting this on the market. I want showings. Anybody that wants a lifestyle on the Manassas River, amazing property. Um, and uh, anyways, we're going to let you know then. Uh, but Or you could look at the MLS or give me a call. All right, folks, have an awesome, awesome weekend out there. Get your suntan lotion out. Well, get your sunblock out. Have a great time. Be safe and happy selling and buying. Terry and I are always here for you. Take care now. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244. 301-639-9244, or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern.